today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Let's talk about the political events happening right here in Hamilton. The Pier 8 redevelopment project uh, faces some criticism. Got a bit of a rough ride at uh, committee the other day uh, when residents from the area started uh, talking about some of the shortcomings they thought in process and in the plan that's being put forth by the city. Now, just around this time yesterday, you heard Herman Turkstra, who's a resident down there, uh, lawyer, of course, and a former uh, counselor here in the city of Hamilton. He was uh, actually on board of control back in those days. And uh, he's got some concerns. I've seen resident letters from some of the neighborhood associations down there as well. One of the people that's going to have to sift through all of this stuff is Jason Farr. He's the city councilor for that area for Ward 2. And uh, he joins us here on the Bill Keller Show to bring us up to speed on what's going on and uh, what the city's doing about it. Uh, Jay, thank you for the time. Good to have you with us today. Yeah, happy to be here, Bill. Jay, I, I was reading the transcript of, of the meeting the other day, and uh, and some of the residents, of course, expressed some concerns uh, about process and about public consultation and uh, whether or not their voices were being heard. <laughs> now, that uh, that's on you, uh, and I know that you responded to it. I'd like you to give it an opportunity right now to, to talk about your thoughts about what they were saying and, and, and how you responded to them at that time. Well, in short, I'd say that when you're looking at probably 15 years of consultation on uh, this particular project or as it relates to the uh, prevailing secondary plan with the setting cell secondary plan, you would be very hard-pressed, Bill, to find any other consultative uh, process with the community or engagement process with the community that's been as thorough as this one. We've met not only monthly, but created subcommittees of stakeholders and community members that met more often than that, and that's been going on for years. And I'm going to tell you, Bill, you, you mentioned up the top, I'm the guy who's got to sift through all of this stuff. Uh, it's going to be pretty easy because the numbers are limited. Uh, you saw three delegates, I think, yesterday, or sorry, Tuesday, a planning committee, and uh, I have saw upwards well above 100 at some of these engagement sessions with a whole lot of questions that over time through this engagement, this very thorough engagement process, had a whole lot of answers. And I think that's why so few people actually came to such a momentous occasion as a planning committee that uh, provides the zoning to make reality of uh, some pretty definitive and uh, very uh, exciting plans for well, a Well, you've dealt with Mr. Turkster, I would assume, on this issue more than once? On a few issues, sure, yeah. I, I mean, on this one specifically. Uh, he raised some issues about the traffic study that wasn't completed and was promised to be studied. Uh, he talked about density issues and whether or not this yep. is going to be safe for kids. Talk to me about that and, and how the city's plan addresses the concerns that he raised once again. Okay, so while well, traffic studies continue, uh, we, we see eye to eye as if you read this transcript, I mentioned that to Mr. Turkster, who is a delegate, and I think he's the pro bono lawyer for the no doubt pending appeal because historically that's what he and others, the few uh, representatives in that area have been doing for years and years. We can probably say that quite confidently. Hope it doesn't happen. It just delays the process. But uh, we've been very successful, obviously, in those setting sales secondary plans uh, uh, appeals for years. Uh, on the North End Traffic Management Plan, it's a five-year pilot. I, we see eye to eye on that one, and that actually speaks to traffic and mitigating cut-through traffic when we're talking about uh, potentially upwards 1,500 new residential units in, uh, in accordance to places to grow and provincial policy statements right there on the waterfront. So uh, that alone, so there's traffic studies, there's uh, other, other concerns with dust and, and noise that we're, we're, we're studying that we uh, have made or are making part of the conditions of approval. Uh, we have, uh, I, I mean, you name it, I, 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 there's a response for each and every concern, and it's unfortunate in my view that sometimes it gets spun 
where it seems that one voice or three voices are those of an entire community. And I can tell you, Bill, you know a lot of North Enders. I know a lot of North Enders. And when I made the statement that it speaks volumes that so few people showed up to the final engagement session prior to the zoning approval that happened Tuesday at planning, that to me and to a lot of my colleagues, I can say confidently speaks volumes to us addressing and engaging well on a very important city building issue. But the, the, unfortunately, the delegate didn't see it that way and said that the, the North Enders are burnt out and don't want to deal with this anymore. I'll tell you, I don't know a North Ender that ever takes that attitude of I give up. If, if there's any neighborhood or people in this community or across this city that really let you know how they feel when they're feeling it and demand uh, interaction and engagement, it's North Enders. So I, I would argue that. I did argue that publicly. And I, I got to tell you, it's, it speaks volumes that so many people that I speak to don't, re- don't at all align with the opinions of the few that chose to speak against some of the issues, some of the uh, elements to this uh, important file. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.